Like it was all the rage. 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 I think all the surfers who listen are going to really get down in groove with that metaphor, Kendall. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and have ourselves a show. Yeah, Cliff, I'd love to. I would love to. We're on the way to the lobby. Um, we're. I would love to get there. We are in this elevator, unfortunately, though. Uh-huh. It's very rickety, and it just... Stopped out of nowhere just about 30 seconds before we started the show here. And I'm wondering if maybe there's a rat on the tracks or something, you know, quick, a quick fix. Because I kind of need to go to the bathroom. And we're on our way down to the lobby of the movie theater. Well, Cliff, you know how I get in small spaces like this. Our booth. Our booth that every week I have to sit in with you. Because it's just so tight these days. It is tight. But Didn't used to be so tight, feels like, but it's very no, tight. It's, it's like the walls are getting closer and closer. Um, but it's, you know, I've ridden Twilight Zone Tower of Terror in Disneyland too many times to know how this ends with an elevator just plummeting to the ground with a, with a terrific, ter, uh, with ghosts everywhere. I'm just, I, I don't like now, it. Now, Kendall, I think probably one of your favorite afterlife possibilities is that you'll haunt an elevator. So I think you'd probably be okay. Oh, I didn't think about it that if way. If just died. In a, In booth. a booth. Oh, like to, we could be like Statler and Waldorf as ghosts just haunting the whole movie yeah, palace. Yeah, our booth will just rise. The fat sows of the <laughs> opera. Oh, no shame. Oh. Though just truth, just the truth. Truth, truth bombs. Truth dropping bombs in. are dropping. It's sort of like D Day around here, but that's not what we're talking about <gasps> today. We're in a, our booth in this freight elevator, and we're gonna go ahead and do the show, I guess, because we've pressed record, and here we are. And here's the dinger. I don't even know if we explained what we were going to do. We were we were going to do a show in the lobby in our booth. We had set it up the night before. Char- well, we didn't. Charles did. You can tell by its rickiness. Uh, and we were going to take it up the freight elevator to the lobby to do a show there, because, you know, we're going to the movies, but we're going to make the best of the situation and carry on here, because the show... Must go on, as we always as say. As we always say. We've said it several times already today. Um, but, Kendall, speaking of the show, when you think of... The bears repeating. The movies. This is kind of a celebration, a salute to all things movies, folks. You know, like those parts of the Oscars when you get up and make yourself a sandwich? This is like that part, but it's for the whole show. <laughs> and I want to talk about movie theater Memories, Kendall. Now I know that you always say that you didn't go to as many movies as I did as a child. Oh, but I got memories for you. Oh, good. Now I want to think first. First things first, Kendall. 
What do you think, if you can recall, what do you think was the first movie you ever went to in the theater? So, oddly enough, my mother told me. Now, I don't know if this is true. You know, I, I, I don't even know if the years line up correctly, honestly. But she told me the first movie that I ever went to, and this is so crazy, was Rosemary's Baby. Um, um... Um, Do the years um, even work with that? Well, Rosemary's Baby is like from the sixties. Oh, it yeah, it would have already been out. But I mean, like, it, well, maybe they were showing screening. Maybe it, I don't know. It could have been that. I mean, I don't know. They, you know, they used to. We were born. It was the dawn, not of the age of Aquarius, but also but of the age <laughs> of the other thing we're going to talk about. The video store of home video. So there would have been more movies re-released. You know, I mean, you know how they used to re-release all the Disney movies, even still when we were kids. Um, Oh, yeah. So maybe that's what it was. Maybe. I mean, it could have been, or your mother could have been whacked out on Wowie Sauce when she's... She did like her Wowie Sauce. Don't you that one. Either way, (laughs) what a charming anecdote. Now, I think... I think I have no, I did not ask uh, my mother. I should have texted her to confirm, but she can neither confirm nor deny. I think that my first movie, I think was the Care Bears movie, which does align in time. It was 1985, so I would have been like four, three or four yeah. when it came out. So I think it was Care Bears. Now, I don't know. Perhaps I snuck into a... Rosemary's Baby or the Exorcist <laughs> screening before that and just don't remember it. But so I'm going with Care Bears. Care Bears and Rosemary's Baby, folks. Those are our first movies. Well, okay, they may have been the first, but there were, were the other last. ones that... Well, they certainly weren't the last. But there were other things that, that I remember, like my first movie memories, and I'm trying to Look up the date of this to see which one actually was the first. To see if it was in the sixties, or you might could have actually gone. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Vacation came out eighty nine, I think. Oh, so these were both. Oh my God, these are both the same year. How odd is that? These are the first two memories I have being in a movie theater. Um, one was on a field trip to The Little Mermaid. Oh yeah, and. And I remember it very distinctly because here we go, always with food, Cliff. It's always it heightens the memories for us. They were passing down little small bags, like <laughs> tiny little bags of popcorn. So each person got one, you know. And as they passed it down, it was I was like Milton in Office Space. Like they made you keep passing. They're like Kendall, keep keep passing, keep passing. And I was like, but are you sure they're gonna be enough? Are you sure I'm gonna get one? And I was so panicked that I wasn't going to get... And I think for a moment I didn't get one. And I had to like, oh, they they, they didn't give me one, you know. <laughs> so I had to throw a big fit. But that was one of my first memories. And my other one was going to Christmas Vacation. That was both the same year. There you go. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my Wouldn't you think collection's, my collection's complete? complete? Wouldn't you, Wouldn't think, you think I'm, I'm the, girl, the girl? The girl, the girl who, has who has everything. everything. Now... Oh, now speaking of mm, what? Mm, 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 mm. Now speaking of sausage, here's a movie memory you'll appreciate from uh, you know the Golden Years, not the Golden Girls, but the Golden Girls was on at the time of this movie memory. I remember going to the Rivergate Eight, my 
mother and father and me. And we went to see Back to the Future Part 2. But, oh, Kendall. How exciting that was for you. We had to leave in the middle of the movie. Do you know why? No. Why? There was a bomb threat called into the movies. So they just... Speaking of going back to the future. I know. So they just stopped everything and they said, guys... Somebody out there, probably they think, you know, movies is about going to the future or back to said future are ungodly. They're going to blow us up. So you got to get out. But maybe somebody just got confused when they heard plutonium on the screen and they were like, whoa, it's a bomb threat. Like maybe it was just a big misunderstanding. Maybe there was, you know, bad juju going around. They thought this the movie was going to bomb. They're like, there's a threat. This could bomb. And and they're like, bomb threat. We don't know. We'll never know. We'll never know. But we did have to go home in the middle of the movie, and we left. And my dad and I did eventually go back and see it and finish it. My mother said she'd seen enough and uh, <laughs> would just. Maybe it was her that called in the bomb could threat. Could have been on her big, chunky cell phone. Could have been. Could have been. Could have um, I. You know, I never saw the first... Well, I don't think I saw any of the Back to the Future movies in the theater. I know I saw, obviously, two and three. And my dad was not a fan of the ending of two, Kendall, when it says, to be be continued. He said, this is a movie. Darn it. And... uh, he must not have been familiar with the first one. <laughs> I get, but it didn't, and like it set up a sequel, but it didn't say Oh, you're right. When it came out in the movie theaters, it didn't say to be continued. That was only for the home video release later. Ah. Uh, because they didn't know it was going to be a, a tri- trilogy right. at that point. They just thought, you know, with any luck. And but he must have not read the trades knowing they were filming both two and three at the same time. I tried to tell him to subscribe to Variety. But he he wouldn't do it. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I also told him to vote for Michael Dukakis, and he wouldn't do that either. So that's <laughs> oh, so many regrets. <laughs> regrets. I've had a few. But yes, Kendall, what else? What other movie memories? Oh, uh, well, Cliff, you, you know, a big one I'm saving for, for last. <laughs> um, but so I do remember. Now, this, this is a sad one. I don't mean to take us down for a second, but it is an important memory that I have. Um, I remember my grandmother, you know, she would have bouts with, like, things happening with her health, and she was real old, you know, and it was normal. It was just old age. But, you know, as a kid with a grandmother that was sick, it was real hard to, you know, it was real sad whenever she had to go to the, the hospital for whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And one time she went, and my dad, we were, gonna, we were supposed to go see Home Alone. I think Home Alone 2. And she went to the hospital, and my mom was like, oh, well, I gotta go with her. You know, your dad's gonna take you to the movie. And... I just remember, like, I, I loved the movie, and I was so into it, you know, ex- all except for one little part. I was also real sad the whole time, like, thinking about, worrying about my grandmother. And so it was just a, I, whenever I watch that movie, it kinda, I, I get this, like, sad feeling thinking about that moment. So it's, it's always intertwined with that somehow. You it's, know what I mean? I do. I do. Yes, Vern. I know what you mean. Especially with the... With the with the bird lady like that, I I cry all the time when I watch that movie because with her and my grandmother was sick, it just all connected. I'm like, oh, this woman's dead too. I think so. It's like everybody's dead. <laughs> oh well, that's oh, how the way sad. It goes. Now let's bring it back up. Cliff. Let's bring it back up. 
Kendall, now. What are we going to do? We, we've got a plan, boys. Oh, yes, we started praying about ten minutes ago, and moments just before we burst into your booth, we were given a plan by the Lord. Why don't you share it, Sugar Lump? Oh, well, dear, of course, you know, it was with your help, with the prayer as well. We we did it together, and the Lord answered. <laughs> you see, I've, I've seen too many movies to know, dear, that there's an access hatch above us that one of us could climb through and get on top of the elevator and maybe get into the floor above or below. Oh, yes. See, I think Mrs. Potter Butter Butterson, she can just step upon my briefcase and then climb on the top of your booth, bowers, and hoist herself right off the top. Doesn't that sound dangerous to you guys? I think it sounds heroic. What do you think? We're just going to sit here all night? Kendall, it's late at night. There's nobody here. There's no elevator operator. This isn't 1930 where they have those little seats that fall out and somebody runs the thing. This is a freight elevator in the top of a large, several-story movie theater. We're trying to get down to the lobby. And Mrs. Potter Butterbutter is trying to get us out of here. And yes, you can tell I really do have to go to the bathroom. So anything that's going to get us out, I'm for it, Mrs. Potter Butterbutter You have my consent. Oh, Cliff, those were so many wonderful points. And also, Kendall, don't forget that I was the chair of my climbing team. I know exactly how to repel. Oh, yes. Why, she's been doing push-ups every day with Opie and Fonky while they're trying out for their little soccer team, boys. So she's very physically fit and in quite good shape, if you don't mind me saying so, Sugar Lump. A beautiful shape. Oh, thank you, dear. Uh, If I could really go for a push-up right now. (laughs) Well, I'm hoping we'll get one from the freezer case as soon as we get downstairs. But yes, so we think that's great. We give you our blessing and blessings of goodwill. Well, dear, I appreciate the blessings. Not that we needed it, but we're going to go ahead and take our our leave now and go up and get out of the roof of this elevator and save the day. Let's go, Sugar Lump. Yes, here, here. We'll be out of this elevator in no time, boys. Uh, Look... We're, you know, all, not all heroes wear capes, Cliff. No. Some of them wear doily aprons. Some wear doily aprons and, you know, those big white nurse shoes. I think that it's great. I think she can hey, do if it. if I could get those in my size, I would. They look very comfortable. <laughs> they do. They look orthopedic. Now, is that the same thing? No, that's, what is it called? Orthodontia. That's different. All right. Kendall, <laughs> what movies... Those are different things. ...did you see... Over and over, were there any, when you went to that old neighborhood movie theater, did you say, one please, for the same movie, over and over again, like I did? Uh, no, I don't think I ever really did. I mean, mainly because like I couldn't afford to do it over and over again. Like I was excited to see it once, and then I knew I had to wait for it to come out of the, at the rental, and I hated waiting. And, but I thought, oh, like when I get that, I can watch it as many times as I want when I get it home. You know, I grew up dirty and I grew up poor. <laughs> the wolf didn't, wolves didn't even hang around my, my door, door, not a crumb to spare. spare. And, and we only watch the movies one at a time. <laughs> well, I had divorced parents who maybe they felt guilty, so I did get to see <laughs> you movies. Got two of everything. <laughs> a couple times. You're like I haven't seen this movie yet. Well, no, I would say, guys, we got to go back. 
I gotta say this one again. And I saw a bunch of things over and over. Now, the most notable things, seeing, I, I mean, I saw so many things three times, it barely even, like, I can't list them all. But others, I know I saw Titanic at l- four times. And speaking of grandmothers, I know at least two of those times was with my grandmother. And <laughs> um, I know I saw Brokeback Mountain four times. And of course, the movie I saw the most times, Kendall, sing its theme song for you right now. Jurassic Park, I saw it. Welcome to Jurassic Park. I saw it this many times in the theater this summer. 30 years ago. Six times. Oh my gosh. I couldn't stop, Kendall. I was trying to think. I mean, I I may have seen Titanic twice. And only because... I remember it played for a really long time at what used to be like the dollar fifty movie theater. Oh yeah, in, played in forever. What was the old like abandoned mall? Yeah, and so it was like, oh, I could go. And I remember like the print was getting old. You could tell, and the floors were sticky at that point. It was just, it was not a great experience. But that I did see that twice because of the dollar fifty movie theater. Right. Well, I know I saw it probably the first time with my grandmother. I know I saw it once with uh, some friends who should have not talked. You know, I don't like when people talk during the movies. And <laughs> Don't do it. One time, I, know, I might have been by myself, and then another time with my grandmother. So anyway, but uh, whoa! Oh. I never did that. If I'd heard anybody do that in the theater, I would have turned around and give them a nasty look. Now you give them a high five. <laughs> no, Kendall, I would not have. Now, did you ever... When you went, like as a teen, maybe, did you ever have to sneak in to like an R-rated movie? I I know I sneaked in R-rated movie theaters. Yeah, I don't I don't remember what it was for, but but you know back then it was like there were movies that we watched when we were teenagers that were rated R, but were very normal for us. You know, it wasn't a big thing, but. I, I well, yeah, I did that all the time. It wasn't as big of a deal back then where I went. I don't think not a big deal. Where Kendall went to one of those seedy underground. No, I mean like people weren't like checking or anything. You know, it wasn't they like when check. you watched TV and they were like coming in like with flashlights, like can I see your ID? Like it, you know, nobody cared where. I, where I went. <laughs> well, I, the only one I really remember was I know I bought a ticket for the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Which also I saw several times. I can't remember exactly uh-huh. how many, but multiple. And I, I bought it. I even bought another ticket for it. But I went to go see "A Time to Kill" by John Grisham instead. Oh yeah, yeah. Buy one was, and go to the other for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or or the bigger thing too was we would like buy a ticket and then go to like several movies and make it a day long event. You know. Oh yeah, we would. I would and bring well, a purse full of candy. My mother would. <laughs> well, I know I went would go movie hopping too. And I know the first time I ever did was with my dad, who does not seem the type to movie hop. But we went to see, I feel like there's a slight confusion. So bear with me. I guess I could look up <laughs> and see which one was open at the same time. We saw the DuckTales movie. 
uh, you know, the treasure of the treasure lamp, of the lost lamp. We saw that, and then I wanted to see it was either problem child or ghost <laughs> dad. And I wanted to, and, I, and it was starting right then. And I was like, and my dad said, okay, well, we'll see it. And, it, it. and I went to go where we could go buy a ticket. He's like, no, we're going to just walk in. And, of course, I was <laughs> such an upstanding citizen. I just couldn't believe it. And, and I remember him saying, look, if you want to see this, this is how we're going to see it. And yeah. so, and we did. And, but that makes me wonder. I have to look it up. Tell me a memory while I look it up. Okay. Well, that, that's what mother used to do all the time to me, too. And, it, and that made me embarrassed, like worried, nervous. And she also, like I said, would bring in candies. And also, like, we would get, like, the off brand Sam's Club sodas, you know. And that's uh-huh. what she would bring in her purse. And I would get so embarrassed when the movie would start and you hear, like from the, from the Coke can of us opening our drinks. Oh, we always had cans too. We had cans too. Yeah. All right, let's see. Kendall, let's for the people keeping track in their diaries. Ghost Dad was released June 29th, 1990. So let's see. Problem Child was released July 27th, 1990. <laughs> so close again. So close, and this may not that, that may not tell us anything. Ducktales movie Woo. was released August third. So the one most likely to still have been playing was Problem Child because it came out later, and Ghost Dad was not like a huge mega hit, so it might not have been there still. In August. Yeah. So, guys, we're going to say probably, thank goodness, won't get canceled for going to see Problem Child and the Double Bill. Double, double Bill with the DuckTales movie. Speaking of Cl- Double Bill. I'm so glad we cleared that up. <laughs> so am I. You know, it's a piece of detective work. I feel like I'm on one of those ancestry shows where they finally, you know, put the pieces together. For <laughs> what happened in the You're early like, days. Oh, my ancestor was six thousand pounds. Now it all makes sense. <laughs> now, now my life makes sense. Right, right. But, well, you right, know, we've been talking a lot right, about movies, and I, I do have right. one other memory to share, and we've shared it many times on the show. But it's when we both went to see Holes, and uh, I had, you know, some for whatever reason, for whatever bad things I'd eaten before the movie, I had a little gas. And uh, when I think it was right when we were leaving, and you said, "Oh, it smells like somebody, somebody's baby's diaper is full or something." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "No, I, I farted." <laughs> I remember. And now that probably <laughs> you've gone home and you go into your baby's room, you're like, "This smells like that theater." It smells when like I the movie holes in here. Farted at the movie holes. It's, it's funny you would fart at the movie holes too. Well, Kendall, you know, I was on point. The, I had to mention one of the great movie-going experiences ever. I saw this one three times, too, folks. The Sex in the City movie. Every time I saw it, it was to a sold-out, packed crowd of super fans. It was like going to the Super Bowl every time. People cheered purses and stuff it was fantastic it, i don't know if you've ever been kendall 
to a movie. It must be what, you know, people who dress up like uh, Luke Skywalker and go the night that <laughs> Star Wars opens. It must be that feeling for them. I hope they get as much enjoyment as I did. All three times I saw it, twice in Manhattan and once in Jersey, and we all loved it, Kendall. And just like that. And just like that. It was over. Well, that is a wonderful old memory. Just a few old memories. As you were saying that, I had another memory of, of going to the movies that I kind of forgot about. We, I remember when I was in high school, like it was all the rage at the time. Like that was kind of when there was like a big resurgence of the horror genre, you know. Although I guess it never really went away. But it was like when Scream, all the Scream movies came out. And they were making, like, Jason versus Freddy. And, you know, they were, you know, just really taking advantage of the franchises. And, like, on Friday nights after school or after work or whatever, we would go out and see, um, like, horror movies. And there were, it was such a exciting experience because the audience was so over the top. And they were, like, really into it. They were, like, yelling and screaming when something happened and jumping together. And... I just forgot that feeling of going to the movie theater like that because it's not like that anymore when you go. Like sometimes you'll hit a movie theater that had like people are a little bit more excited, but that was like a whole experience back then. It, it really was. It was something that it, it can change the way you feel about the movie yeah. when, when you're yeah. with the audience that is just loving it. And it, it just yeah, it put you're it's like a oh it's exactly what it is. It's like catching a wave. It's like, it doesn't always happen, and it's not all every movie, but sometimes there's this perfect wave that comes on, you get the perfect audience in there, and you were just, you hit that sweet spot, and it's like, this is the best movie of all time. I think all the surfers who listen are going to really get down in groove but with that metaphor. I gotta candle. do something for all the demographics that <laughs> listen to our show. You know, you gotta keep it relevant and fresh. You do. Now, one last thing about going to the movies that I can think of for right now is that, you know, the most <laughs> movies for the moment that I saw in a day, I know I saw five one time, and the only one I remember for sure out of that five was the remake of That Darn Cat with <laughs> Christina Ritchie. Do you remember seeing that? Darn cat. I don't, think, I don't know if I've ever seen that. It's not um, super memorable. I just remember seeing it with four other movies one day, Kendall. And How old was Christina Ricci when she did that movie? Teenager. Oh, okay. She was a teen. She was a hip teen, Kendall. She was a hip, a hip teen. Girl. You know, I wouldn't know a lot about hip teens. No, you'd know more about hip replacement. Yes. <laughs> Kendall. Hip repla- now, now I'm a hip replacement. Kendall, I, enough about that. I just have one question to ask. Are you talking to me, 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 Are you talking to me? I am talking to you, Cliff. I am. All right, Kendall, I've got a movie quote for you. Let's see if you can name the movie. You know, you drive almost slow enough to drive Miss Daisy. I was going to say driving Miss Daisy, but I won't because I don't think they would reference it in the movie. (laughs) Wouldn't it have been funny if they did? Oh, it would have been very meta for the time. Um, But I will say that was uh, Baby Driver. Oh, no, Kendall. This was not our movie, Fat Boys. This was Bad Boys. Bad Boys. Bad Boys. 
bad, bad boy. You gotta admit it was a good guess with Baby Driver. Great. Jesus, I mean, you guys do nothing but complain about how you can't stand it in this place here and you don't have the guts just to walk out. What do you think you are, for Christ's sakes, crazy or something? Well, you're not. You're not. You're no crazier than the average asshole out walking around on the streets, and that's it. Well, you kind of gave it away with the use of the name Jesus and Christ. It was obviously the passion of the Christ. Oh, no, Cliff, I thought you had it there for a minute. I was like, did I really give something away? I did not, because that was one flew over the... You were cuckoo. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Oh, <laughs> uh, you think that's cuckoo? Listen to this. L- <laughs> listen, I appreciate this whole seduction scene you got going, but let me give you a tip. I'm a sure thing, okay? So I'm on an hourly rate. Could we just move it along? What was that? Pretty woman. Pretty woman. Walking down the street, pretty woman. It's got quotes like that, yes. Pretty woman. You don't believe you, you're not the truth. Could I have really got that right? Do you believe that if a man repents enough for what he's done wrong, then he'll get to go back to the time that was happiest for him and live there forever? Could that be what heaven's like? Oh, well... <laughs> I don't know if we just did this one recently or if I just saw the commercial recently, but uh, darn it if we're not walking. Fat men walking on the green mile. Maybe we have done that one because I don't know how you got that one. <laughs> Kendall, let's see if you can get this one. Walk at the mall. Ready, ready, feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Get on up, it's bobsled time. <laughs> the rhythm, it's bobsled time. Uh, cool runnings. <laughs> Not bobsled, your lawyer. Yes, the bobsled of <laughs> cool runnings. I was like, Bob Saget? <laughs> you got it. Checking it. Checking in with the morning report. Well, the buzz from the bees is that the leopards are in a bit of a spot. And the baboons are going ape over this. Of course, the giraffes are acting like they're all above it. The tick birds are are pecking on the elephants. I told the elephants to forget it, but they can't. The cheetahs are hard up, but I always say cheetahs never prosper. Oh, is that the Lion King? In the circle of life, Cliff, that was the Lion King. And I will say, for research, I thought, well, I'm going to watch just the intro to the Uh, movie. Cried like a baby. To the intro? Yes. Uh. You know, the circle of life. When when Simba's there and they put him up and the music swells and all the animals. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, That's because you're still hormonal after having a baby. Well, I'm hormonal anyway. (laughs) Kendall, if I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. Uh, Austin Powers. Oh, my God. You couldn't be farther off. It was something very different and very serious called Ace Ventura Pet Detective. So far off. So far off. Now, we were supposed to talk a whole other subject. Not just about movies, but about movie rentals. The video store. I'm sure that we can somehow intersperse that into whatever we have to say 
in the second half of our mini countdown of the best is it the best movie snacks or candy or what or which candies is candies. what you said. All right. We can do either one. Either one you want. Kendall's choice. I got candy. All right, then candy it will be. Damn it. All right, Kendall. I'm sorry. I know they're trying to get that thing open. They're uh, you know, primed open with Mrs. Potter Butcher's Emory board. So they're still I'm gonna have uh, to pee in the corner over here while I've we take a break. I brought a Leatherman in my bag. Let me get it and I'll get, here, I'll help him get, get it out to during them. the break. All right, give me that big cup of your soda. I'm going to pee in it. All right. Well, uh, I'm still drinking it. Uh, when I finish it, you can have it. Mm, we'll be right back. Can't wait. Can't wait. I need Don't that. touch that dial. There's more sass on the way. Stay tuned for more Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Certs knows everybody has a style of their own, like their taste in music, whether it's bass or horns or a little guitar. There's one thing people agree on. And so does the refreshing taste of certs and sugar-free certs with NutraSweet. And now, welcome back to the show. Mrs. Potter put a butter turn. She just got out that hole up there, and Mr. Snodbottom is now starting to shimmy his way Blah. up and out. Oh, and, I think you scared him. Oh, oh, no, oh, uh, oh, oh, God, it's really raining down. He's doing more than shimmying now. Oh, that ball attack is all. I can't, well, I can't hardly see what they're doing now because it's covered the whole roof of the booth. His bowel attack. The booth roof. Oh, unfortunately, uh, there are a few cracks and holes. It's coming in. Oh no! Get some chewing gum. Fill those cracks, Kendall. We we can't have this. But well, the show must go on, as was said in the first half, and it remains true today in the second half as well, we continue. And Cliff, the bad news is we've got you know bowel waste raining down upon us. But the good news is. My Domino's app says that we earned a free pizza with our points, so we can order one for when we get out of this elevator. Oh, good. I'm going to need a large with pineapple and onions. That's what I get, Kendall. Oh, we only earned a small. Sorry. Mm. Anyway, Cliff, what we're talking about now, we've got a mini countdown of the best movie candies, and we also still have to discuss the love of movie rental. Uh. 
stores. Oh, God. It's no wonder that they went out of business with people like that promoting them. The video well, it's, stores. It's the bowel waste dripping down the sides of the booth. It just does something to me. I guess so. Guess so, Kendall. Well, which would you prefer to start with? I'll just, I'm too grossed out by this mess all over the top well, of the booth to even think. Let's just talk about the rental stores because I have very fond memories of going into the movie rental places and, you know, like Blockbuster. Um, um, there was Hollywood Video. Uh, uh, the place down, right down the street from my house was called Showtime Video. And, oh, yeah. Uh, the best was, ones were the locally owned yes, ones. Yeah. Well, it was right like right down the street. And I would go in, like, and every weekend at least we would go in and I would just pick two or three really obscure horror films, you know, that were just like the weirdest shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just loved it. It was so much fun. Because it was real campy a lot of time, too, you know? And I just thought it was so much fun to watch those. I, I don't know why it never scared me. I loved it. That's my, maybe why I love Halloween and all that, you know? But I just well, thought it was so much fun. You always... You were so good with, you know, makeup and costumes and stuff. So yeah, to, I, I, I feel it. like, to you, it was like, oh, well, I can see that it's just people in makeup and... yeah. It was. It was. Magic, I mean, at first it was scary. Practical yeah. and stuff. Right, right. Well, scary. Nothing scarier as a kid. I know. I'm sure we we did rent it. I'm sure at first was Watcher in the Woods. Did, did you ever watch that? Yeah, that was scary. Oh, my God. It was terrifying. I was ter. Oh, I had, it was one of those I had nightmares about. In the year 1990, when all those movies I was talking about earlier came out. <laughs> Isn't it weird? It's so, Everything's so weird. <clears throat> but yes, now, when I was a kid, of course, I loved the movie theater and the video stores, too. Loved the video store. And what I always think of, this is just to catch people up this episode. It's like, if you missed all these stories the first Previously time we on. told them... Then you don't have to go back and listen now for 400 shows ago because we'll just tell it again. You know, it's become important work now that Kendall has a child that both his and my life be very well recorded in detail so that one day future generations can well, it's learn. also for the Cliff and Kendall Memorial Library that we're hopefully going to build when we get enough funds. Yeah, 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 when we get enough funds, and you know, we were going to do a Cliff and Kendall Hall at the Watkins, do a dorm. Of course, they went out of business, so now we're holding out for a library, and you know, holding out for a hero. But anyway, what <laughs> I liked when I was a kid, I would rent stuff over and over and over, and the things that I remember renting over and over, a one. The movie Troop Beverly Hills. I rented it over and over and over and over and over again. Over so as much so that I would take it, you know, to my grandparents' house. If people said, "Oh, let's rent you a movie because you're going to go here," I'd take Troop Beverly Hills. And people would like again, again with the Troop Beverly Hills. But you know, I would say now and always Troop Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills, what a thrill. thrill. And that one, and also they had a video of Disney's Halloween treat that I rented over and over and over again. It had all the clips of the scary parts of the Disney movies <laughs> put together, and I, I lived for it. And the other one was 
it also was like clips. <laughs> so if you wonder why I like clip shows, then it's just because <laughs> of this. Because it was like some sort of Hanna-Barbera thing, but they had, you know, um, they'd cut clips of the all the different shows to different, you know, sort of sweating to the oldies oh, tracks. Yeah. And I know the first one was Dancing in the Street. Calling out around yeah. the world. Are you ready for a brand new beat? And it was just, you know, Scooby-Doo and stuff running around while the music played. (laughs) And I just rented it over and over and over again. And once I was forcing a cousin of mine to watch it, he'd come over. And, of course, I'd rented it for the hundredth time. And several songs had played. And he was like, when is it going to start? And I said, this is it. (laughs) This is what it is. (laughs) We're watching it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So, but those are what I recall renting or and or. Did you have anything like that that you rented compulsively? I did. I rented Back to the Future compulsively, and I rented Noises Off compulsively. Mm. And I remember feeling very like embarrassed to have to take Noises Off up to the counter because, of course, it had like a picture of. Nicolette Sheridan in her lingerie on the front of it. And I thought, all these people just think, like, what is this kid watching this erotic fiction going on? You know, because, and, and I remember, I think my mom kind of was like, why, why is this woman running around in her lingerie? Because, <laughs> you know, nobody took a moment to, like, think it was this famous play that's, you know, being redone by famous actors. They just see this woman in lingerie. But I was always really embarrassed about that. But I loved those movies, and I watched them over and over and over again. Well, I know, yeah, we must have rented, certainly I didn't see Noises Off in the theater, so we definitely rented yeah. that uh, the, for the first time. And I'm sure we did rent that again and again because we loved that one, too. And I remember, what you know, like you said before, kids, Kendall's children, we would have to wait from when the movie was in the theater to when it was then available on video. And I remember long after course the now classic hocus pocus was in the theater i of course saw it in the theater the summer that it came out 30 years ago but old it it came out on video after that and i remember being like oh my god we gotta rent it because it's the best movie ever Uh and and i remember watching it just you know like back to back (laughs) that night and you know isn't it fun how the stuff just was so much more fun <laughs> yeah. as a kid. Well, you could just you, enjoy like, things. You couldn't just, you didn't just stream it. Like, it's like, oh, let me buy that and stream it. Like, you had to go somewhere to get it. And a lot of times, like, they might not have a copy of it. It was all rented. Like, people they rented it out. They would be rented out. out. Yeah. And it was, it was awful to, like, show up. And you're like, oh, they don't Ugh. have this movie I want? You're like, could you check to make sure somebody hadn't returned it and it's just sitting in the bin? Yeah. And they would check and it wasn't there. And life was ruined that Friday night. And you're like, well, I guess I'll get this stupid other movie. Watch it again. Because my pizza's getting cold in the car. <laughs> I guess I'll just get Trip Beverly Hills again. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That was definitely a part of it, kids. Oh, you... and yes. so in preparation for this H. episode, I was like, oh, I'll look up and see. Because uh, I couldn't remember at first that it was called Showtime Video. And uh-huh. so I went to look up the building, and it had been turned into a Mega Tools uh, years uh. ago. But it's for sale now. And it, I looked at it, it had like pictures of like, of course, it had been changed on the inside, 
but the structure was all the same and it brought back a flood of memories like walking in there and looking through all the movies and having a great time great time great memories and life's sad <laughs> <laughs> now Kendall one more mention of Sex and the City and this is how old I am everybody I think this is funny really old when I first started watching Sex and the City of course we didn't have HBO Kendall, do you think what I? No. Kendall likes to th- paint that I was poor little rich boy. No, I was not. We'd have HBO. We'd have the nah, Disney Channel. <laughs> We'd have this extra cost shit. We could not afford that, so I would rent Sex in the City. We had Disney Minus. We had Disney Minus. That's right. No, I would rent Sex in the City on video. They would. It would be like three episodes or maybe two episodes on a tape. Oh, and yeah. And you rented them. And that's how I watched the first several seasons, everybody. It was that long ago. Long ago in a land of ancient times, two fat shows would rent movies every week. We did. It was, it was a lot of fun back then. Kendall, and that's... I guess we really should count down a candy, right? We gotta count down the candy, Cliff. Count down the candy, candy, candy. You better flip the space coin. That's all I gotta say. All right, I got it. Call it. I call it for tales as old as time. Tales it is, Cliff. All right, Kendall. Start us out. Number six on the movie Candy Countdown is... Movie Candy Countdown. Movie Candy Countdown. You know, this is not a candy that... You often eat outside of the movies, which is what I think makes for a great movie candy, is when it's something sort of unique to the cinema. And this comes in a long, flat box. (laughs) And (laughs) they sort of, what they really are, kind of, is kind of like they're chocolate chips, but with little white balls all over the top of them. They're called... Snow caps, Kendall. Snow caps. I don't know if I've ever had a snow cap. Oh, they're great. The little balls. They make them worthwhile. They're very good. You need to. What What exactly is it that it's that's that's like covered in chocolate? No, it's it's the chocolate is covered in these. Little, I don't know what you really call them. Let's see. Uh, oh, I accidentally looked up snow cops instead of snow caps. Let's see. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's, that actually brings up things somehow. Not All safe right. for work. No, it, yeah. Snow caps. They are small pieces of semi-sweet chocolate candy covered with white non-pareils. Little white candies. Oh, those. That, oh, you see, I didn't like those. I don't think. Or I didn't tr- ever eat them because those little balls, like, hurt my teeth. Oh, well, now that you have better dental insurance, you'd probably love them. <laughs> Maybe I'll go try them for the first time. Number six. All right. Well, that was a good. Snow caps. Number six. Uh, number five. 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 Number five. Ooh, this is a good one. Uh, good this one pair. This is like a fine wine. This one pairs with a nice steak, but this this actually pairs with popcorn. I'm talking about the thing that I always add to my popcorn, and no popcorn is complete until it's added. I'm talking Reese's Pieces. Oh. And what brought E.T. home when he was trying to phone home? Uh. Don't you love a good Reese's Pieces? 
Of course I love Reese's Pieces. What's not to love? Everybody's heard the story that, you know, they wanted to use M&Ms for E.T. And they're like, nope, don't want to do it. And so they went to Reese's and they really lost out. They really lost out. Wonder why. Oh, wonder why you would ever do that. (laughs) But also, wonder why I really... Because it's not like... I mean, I guess Steven Spielberg was not at all what we know of him today. Maybe they thought it was going to be a scary alien or something. The M&M people to say no. I think they wanted them to, like, pay them a huge amount to do it. Oh. And they were like, why would we pay you? This is big, like, marketing for you. It's a commercial. And they were right. like, screw you. We'll go to this other company and do Reese's Pieces, you know. And so that's, I think that's what happened. There you go. Hollywood history, folks. You know, got to give everybody something on this show today. We're doing it. <laughs> Sisters are doing it for themselves. And number <laughs> Four. Oh, oh. Now this one, Kendall. It's a candy adjacent thing that is. Hand me that veto bag. Hand me that (laughs) veto bag. It's sweet. It's not. I think it. What defines candy is its sweetness, and this is sweet, and it's cold, and it's wet, and. I think that the big, like a big icy slurpy thing is a fun thing to have at the movies. It's very sweet. It's like a wet candy that you suck through a straw. Now, Cliff, I'm not really a big prude like you are with the rules. (laughs) So I don't really care. I'm going to let it go. I'm not going to be petty and pull out this veto bag like you always do to me. But just let the record show that I'm allowing the icy for a candy countdown. <laughs> and strike that from the record. All right. And scene. All right, Cliff, scene. next up, let's move on. Let's just move on to number uh, three. Know, let's move on to it, but let's take an intermission. There's a movie word for you. Did you ever see a movie with an <laughs> intermission? I did. I saw the I re-release have. of... Gone with the Wind, as troublesome as its depictions of slavery are. I did see the re-release of it, and let me just give you a warning. It's, it's troublesome. But it's got a <laughs> lot of got a good Let me co- just give you a warning. <laughs> Other than that. My intermission movie is less controversial than yours. Mine was uh, Rent on Broadway when they did it, they streamed it live. All right, gotcha. Kendra, What? What'd you do if you were seeing Gone with the Wind? What, 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 what would you do? And you were confronted with its troublesome depictions of slavery. Walk out in protest. I would walk out. I'm out of here. Just saying what I'd do. All right, you. Frankly, I don't, yeah. I don't give a damn. You're at the movies and you have a dedicated reserved seat. So you have to sit there. All the other seats are full. And you're sitting next to someone that, not unlike Charles the Contractor, uh, is just, you know, dropping fart bombs oh. at least one per minute. And you know it's him. You know it's him. There's no getting around it. Or and it could be somebody else who's like a baby diaper. No, it's it's him. There's no mistake in this one. Somehow, you just know. 
And so you are trying to eat your nachos and your popcorn and all your other candies that you my love. Snow caps your, and my snowcaps. Your icy. icy. Your icy candy. You're drinking your icy candy. I've, uh, you made me spill my candy. That's what I'd say if I spilled my icy. <laughs> and you're just, you're gagging. You're gagging, trying to get all your candy down while you're smelling these farts. What do you do? I get up and I go and I stand sort of in the you know, that entryway there for a few minutes until the uh, air conditioner wafts it all out of the way, then I can go and sit back down. And if I continually... Uh, then it happens again. No. <laughs> if I continually swallow, then I won't smell anything, right? I think you said that one week. And so I'll just keep <laughs> slurping down my Sounds like candy. pseudoscience to me, Cliff. <laughs> and I think that maybe I read that on Goop. I'm not sure. But uh, <laughs> I just keep swallowing my candy, my icy, my snow caps, my nachos, and you enjoy the movies. So your answer is just like all our other problems, drowned it with food. <laughs> Food. If you're eating, then you, you know, your body's not gonna like you, but it doesn't. It won't matter because you. I'm sure I'm glad I'm eating because no one sees the teardrops when I'm covered in icy. Right, because you know, like my body rebels after several days of hard eating, but one <laughs> sure way to get it to shut up. Cram some more food right down in that yeah. throat. And Works before you know it, <laughs> yeah, you're not thinking about it anymore. Anyway, Kendall, this this is a scenario for you. You are. I would hope so. You're in a crowded movie theater. And you're, you know, you're sitting there watching some film that you've chosen to see. And you spill your candy, by which I mean your icy. You spill your icy candy and you reach down to clean it up with your handkerchief and you notice under your chair there's just bad news. There's a ticking time bomb. A lot of bombs in this episode. And there are only seconds before it's about to go off. What would you do Oh, Cliff, you know, I have seen too many movies not to know how to disarm that bomb. Um, and I've watched too many, you know, Adam Savage Mythbuster things. So I just, I pull out my handy dandy leather that I carry with me always, except for this moment, because I let Mrs. Potter Butter 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 Chin use it to, to get up into the trap door. Um, I would take that and I would disable the bomb like a pro. Save the day. <laughs> And then I'm on the news, and, you know, they're going to start giving me free movies, free bags of popcorn. Life's looking up. It's looking up. I think, uh, you know that old piece of stock footage of the mushroom cloud? You're just growing. That's what it would happen. But well, I went out with a bang. Go up. There you go. Bang. I mean, let's go for it. If you only got a few seconds to go, go for it. I would just go for it. Hey, that's good advice, Cliff. You know, I live by two code of ethics. Just go for it, and you never know till you ask. You never know till you ask. Don't got nothing for that one. And that one, three things. All right, Cliff, you have been asked by the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences to put together a movie museum, if you will. Uh. It's uh, it's going to be a, like a 10 movie theater, movie theater. 
Megaplex, whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. And it's going to show 10 movies of your choosing in a public setting because they're like, we want we want to know what 10 movies you think the world needs to see. Not not necessarily the top 10 movies of all time or your 10 top movies, whatever. It's however you want to do it. You're curating this museum. What 10 movies are you showing and what special treats are you are you selling at the concession stand? <laughs> well, A, we have candy, frozen and on tap. And <laughs> of course, with get a straw and a big bucket to slurp up your candy. And I mean, definitely you'd have to have an earnest movie. You'd probably have to have Troop Beverly Hills. You'd want to, you know, have Yentl. Probably people need to see Yentl. And if it's movies people need to see, well, then you, I mean, you give them a John Waters, you give them a Bette Midler, you give them a Betty Davis, you give them a Gina Davis, and you, you know, you give them a Judy Garland, you give them a Jake Gyllenhaal, you know, as long as you got something by each of the greats, I think we'll, we'll be good. And you can't go wrong with Candy on Tap. No, and a big, extra-large, frosty candy for everyone who comes through the door. Mm. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum. Or maybe under the yum-yum tree would be another that we might watch. (laughs) Kendall, I've got one for you. You have just bought a ticket for a Disney movie, and you sit down in the theater, and the film starts, and something a little odd Happens. It's not whatever Disney movie that you were expecting. It's something else entirely. You realize it's actually a movie about your life. And now, of course, several people walk out because it's so boring. But (laughs) you are transfixed. You laugh, you cry, you stand up and cheer. You especially like it once it picks up after I come into the script. Kendall, but you're shocked because you do not recall selling your life rights to anyone or anyone making a movie about you. What would you do, WWID? Well, Cliff, I would immediately know that you have sold my story (laughs) right out from under me. Uh, No, I would probably then realize that it was actually your story Mm. that you must have sold because, you know, people get us confused all the time. All the time in college, we had to wear name tags because they would call me Cliff and him Kendall. There you go. And so, you know, it, it was probably your life story. And then I would be like, Cliff, when did you sell the rights to your life story? And why didn't I get a cut since it's pa- partially my life story as well? Yeah, and I would say you were actually, you know, it's not you in the movie. It's several people rolled into one and, you know, an amalgam of several people that I knew and not just you. And that's one reason why the character was so obese. It was because it was actually well, they could probably on... get Brandon Frazier to play him. He's still just coming off the whale, you know. Well, they, that half that was CGI fat anyway. So they could definitely just they just copy and paste the CGI. We'll, <laughs> we'll save the money. <laughs> We're just like George Lucas. We've just now arrived with the technology to recreate our life story. <laughs> right. Cliff, you go to the movies and you're sitting in your chair watching the film when a, uh, a genie appears. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I, I read that wrong. I thought it was a Chaney. A Chaney appears. A genie a appears next genie. to you. Yeah. It wasn't an evil genie. 
it was more of an ambivalent genie. And so he just decides for fun that he's going to make you live in a movie world. With one snap of his finger, he transports you into a world of all your movies that you've ever watched over the years. We're not just talking about the good, happy comedies. We're talking about the scary horror films, the sci-fi ones, every movie. And as you are in this world and start walking around, you realize all the different cities correlate to different movies you've seen. And you can, uh, excuse me, uh, you can experience anything that you've experienced in all these movies. And you can do anything you want to do, but you could also be murdered in all ooh. these different ways too. Whew, what do you do? Um, the answer is in one word. I think you know it if you really think of it. I clear my throat <clears throat> and I say loud and clear. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> and I meet up with the Sanderson sisters. They realize that I fit right in as the fourth one. And what do we do? We suck the lives from all the children of Salem! Well, I will allow that. And then However, we go to Jurassic answer, Park and set the dinosaurs free. No, my answer was going to be, you meet up with Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem and you ask to join the band so when Kermit shows up, you can all go together to Hollywood. Oh, well, that's definitely on the agenda. But right <laughs> away. Be. All right, Kendall, I have one final one for you to see what all you right, would finish do. us off. Kendall, you go and you rent a video at a video store. And when you go home, you know, you do what you used to do. Slide it in the old VCR. Press play. And you press play. And right after the FBI warning, the video takes control of your VCR. And now your VCR has magical powers that it uses to make your furniture and appliances come to life and sadly they're very annoyed by years of you sitting on them <laughs> so they are out for revenge even the toaster is mad at you Kendall and it is running after you the couch is right behind you ready to kill and starting to attack you and the toilet is not far away as well and you can imagine how it feels WWU do what would you do, Kendo? Cliff, why are you throwing me softballs? <laughs> all you gotta do is show them who's boss. You take that sofa <laughs> and you reupholster it. Oh. And that sends a message to all of them to calm down, get back in their place, and let me do my sitting. Oh, I don't know. There's something wrong with that answer, but I'm not going to unpack it today. <laughs> Maybe in a future essay <laughs> in a medical journal, but not today. Alright, Kendall, if that's what you no, would do. Of course we would go on a magical journey <laughs> to meet a horse. <laughs> i got to see a man about a horse. Like oh, I would ever tell horse. them to get back in the... <laughs> oh, Mrs. Butter, 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 you should have seen her, boys. I know your view was unfortunately blocked by a small amount of bowel waste yes, it was. on the top of your booth here. But you should have seen Mrs. Butter, 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 Butter as she shimmied up those electrical wires to the next what? floor. It was nothing, please. Oh, nonsense, girl. You used your heels shoes to open the door and propel
hurl yourself out onto the floor until she found someone to help us, boys. Oh, yes, dear, that's the good news. They'll be here in three to four hours to get us out. Oh, yes. You see, it was the custodian, and he's at home having supper with his family, and he's got a lot of errands to run after that, and once he's finished, he said he will swing by here and rescue us all. Oh, could he swing by Domino's first? That's hours from now, Kendall. We can't wait. Maybe the Domino's people can help. We've got a lot to discuss. Is there an emergency call box for just this kind of scenario? To order pizza? I listen, let's let's reconvene in just a few minutes and figure this out, okay? Ooh, this 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 ain't All right, I'll meet you on up. the other side next to the bowel waste. Hello from the other side. All right, there they go. All right. All right. Can, we gotta, <laughs> they just left. They did just leave. I think <laughs> it was was it something I said. I think it was it was more of a look on your face. Definitely they have uh, we have a lot to discuss. Anyway, Kendall, all of your faults aside, we have three more things on this candy, 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 that countdown, countdown, do. countdown. And it's my turn. It is your turn because we've said snow caps and the icy and the Reese's pieces. That is correct. Not in that order. So next up, number three. This is one that I have always loved, loved, loved. And, you know, I, I'm... I'm thinking that one of these is going to be on your list, so I'm saving it for you. But this one, I love it in all forms, just like the Reese's Pieces. I love those in a peanut butter cup. I love them in a in a small bite-sized candy. I, li- I like them in an egg form, in a tree form. If you want to make one in the shape of a duck, I'll eat that too. Whatever. But another one of those candies is the Crunch Bar. I love me a good Crunch Bar, and I love it when they break it up and make it into those little bite-sized bunch of crunches. I used to always get those in the movie theater. Bunch, 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 bunch. I was just thinking, and they could do this for every different country. They just have different labels. Because I was like, what shape should they do a Reese's Cup in next? Because, you know, like you said, they got the pumpkin, they got the this, the that. And... They need to do a flag. And they have, you know, in America, they can print the American flag on just the cover because it's Uh not ever printed on the thing. And it could be in in, in any country. They could have a collect all the flags, you know, contest. Of course, I'd eat all the flags. (laughs) I would eat them. But then, you know, that would be a nice, uh, you know, square because it should be easy for them. Should be a no brainer. For the Reese's company. That's great, Cliff, because they're like, ooh, collect them all, and you can never really fully get a collection because you keep eating them. (laughs) You keep eating them, or the rats keep finding them in your display case. They're not safe. What a lovely idea. In the nut safe. Right. You could keep them in your nut safe. Anyway, Kendall, one more for me, and that's number two. Number two. Kendall, they're refreshing. And they're minty. <gasps> and yes, they're, they are. They're junior in their way. The junior mints, Kendall. I, I love them. They're always. not too adult. No, no, no. And they're not senior mints. There's not like those peppermints wadded in Kleenex. Yeah. But junior mints, you know, I just associate them as the movie candy. It just, there's nothing like them. There's nothing like them. There's a whole Seinfeld episode about them. They 
so minty and chocolate coated are they that they win any heart. <laughs> so you're talking in prose. In um, prose. I, and I think uh, I like a good junior mint, and I agree. I knew that you would say that that was your number one, so I, I left that open for you for number two, and therefore number one becomes my favorite candy of all time clip. I know that we have been to so many movies together over the years, and so many times I have ordered this exact same thing from the concession stand. That is, of course... <gasps> Cookie dough in a bite-sized form, my <laughs> cookie dough bites. I love them. They are the best candy out there. Right up, right up there with ICs. Right up there with ICs. You know, I could, I got a hankering for some candy. We need to go get an <laughs> icy somewhere. Do you like cookie dough bites? I like a bite of actual cookie dough. <laughs> I <laughs> don't. We're on the, on the go. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not that busy. I can take the time. <laughs> I like an actual bite of cookie dough. I could eat a whole big log of you know chocolate chip cookie dough from oh, the next. Oh well, they started whatever. selling cookie dough in the little store right around the corner. It's just like raw cookie. I mean, it's like the safe version. But I eat so much of that. Well, I need to see if that's if that's at all you know like it, or if I need the thrill of knowing I might get. Uh, e. coli or whatever. <laughs> it does change it when you don't have the thrill of that. <laughs> but I, can, I like that. I don't necessarily love when they make little bites. Like, I don't like... I mean, I'm not going to throw it out. If you buy me one, I will eat it. But, uh, like, the <laughs> cookie dough blizzard or something, I don't... Because I, I just... Ooh, I much prefer... Now you're talking. I much prefer the actual cookie dough. Like, I would rather just eat a whole big log of cookie dough than have it cut up and put into a blizzard. I, I would just, you know. Well, let's not mince words. I'll have it however they want to bring it to let's me. Let's not mince words. Let's not mince pies. Let's get out of here, Kendall. Speaking of, I wonder if there's anywhere that will deliver a blizzard for us, too. I don't know. Well, let's see if we can add one on to the Domino's order. I double dash all the time. Oh, the savings. From Let's double that dash. Double that dash. All right. Survey says the, the show's over. We'll see you next week, everybody. If we ever get out of this elevator. If we get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of Figured out how to make a real, really, really, really real Jurassic Park feel, 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 feel. Really, really, really real. Really, really, really real.
That didn't really happen. It really, really, really happened. Daydream, 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 daydream. Oh, Kendall.